Welcome to Carcoon Carney. I brought the ring light. Hey. It's, be- it's beautiful. It, it is. We, we look crisp. Yeah. <laughs> we look crisp. <laughs> it's a warm glow. It, it, actually, you're a warmer. Yours is almost a satanic glow because I've got the yeah. dome light on you. You look. I'll take it. You look a little malevolent back there, Dan. It's like, uh, the, it's like the devil on our shoulders. Oh. Carcoon Carney. Sponsored by my friend Brent Sopel, former Chicago Blackhawk. Brent Sopel, he helped us win the Stanley Cup a few, several years ago, and now he's going to help you switch to solar. Think of the money you can save by switching to solar, locking in your energy costs for the foreseeable future. It's as simple as starting out on SopelSolar.com, S-O-P-E-L, solar.com, get a consultation. There's nothing out of pocket to switch to solar, and you can have cost certainty for the first time ever. First time ever. Beverage. First time ever, Dan Jarvis. Wow. Wow. I don't say. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And here we are, Beverage and the Drinks. The new album is, it's in my hands. I can't even. Yeah, it exists. The, first, the first one to hold one. Yeah. First person The first, first non-band member? First yeah. non-drink. Stop yeah. it. So. The first non. This is a high honor. I don't know that I'm worthy, but I, I'm going to accept I'm going to accept the yeah. honor. <laughs> Two days early. The album, X's and Hexes, out on Friday the 12th, right? Saturday the 13th. Saturday the 13th, which is the same day as... The release show at Shuba's. Correct. Shuba's, which is amazing. Uh, we're going to talk at length about this album. Before we do, I just was handed this by Beverage and the Drinks, or actually 50% of Beverage and the Drinks. Look at how gorgeous. I mean, honestly. Honestly, look how gorgeous this record is. They are all hand-poured by Dan Jarvis himself yeah. in the back seat there. Right here at Smash Plastic mm-hmm. in Chicago. That, that is no exaggeration. Yeah. Dan actually does that. That's, that's his thing. Yeah, we press records. Only playing in Chicago. Yep. This Only is our um, this is our magic or our uh, crystal ball swirl. That's what we're, That's what we're calling it. Now. Oh my god, yeah. it looks great and it sounds great. And like I said, we'll talk about it. Um, Bev Rage is to my right. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, uh, when Bev Rage is not in my car, Bev Rage looks more like this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Flowers and all. Uh huh. I mean, this was kind of like a Superman Clark Kent moment. Like I pulled up. It is true. I am bearded. <laughs> I look very different. This is my um, go to shows. No one recognizes right. who I am. Yeah. Look. So, or right after band practice. Look. <laughs> but to be fair, uh, had you been full beverage right now, you you said it. You wouldn't be able to like fit your hair in the car. I don't fit in the car. Yeah. Whenever I drive to shows, if I put my wig on prior to it, I have to slouch in the car and try to crumple myself down. It's uh, it's challenging. It's, it's a whole scene. thing. It is. Yeah. It's a whole thing. You do have a sunroof, though. So. Yeah, I do. I do. So, beverage and the drinks again. Saturday the thirteenth. It is at Shuba's. The record release show. The record is here. As we talk about that, I brought food. Here's the thing. We were going to meet at a hot dog joint, kind of in the area where you practice. I spent some time in that area. I thought we'd be safer hanging out by where you practice. So here we are. I brought stuff. Oh my god, it's heavy. Mm-hmm. You want it's, to just, heavy. I, it's heavy oh and greasy. <laughs> it is so heavy. Wow. Okay. So let's see what we got. So here. I got you a veggie dog from this place. I, I can't you. I can't testify to how good a veggie dog from this place is gonna hey. be. I love a veggie dog. And I, I got Dan let's just see. a giant thing of fries. Ooh, you fries. know me too well. Yeah. I love a greasy bag of fries. Oh my gosh. I love a greasy bag of fries. Literally like ten pounds. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Okay. It's beverage so and the wet. drinks. Oh, oh my fries. Oh my god, that's just um, that's for you, Beverage. Okay, right perfect. through. All right, 
Let's see here. And tell me that they didn't include napkins, because that would be... There either. are napkins. Okay. Got it. Okay. Let me, uh... That's always my favorite thing, when you take out a bag full of greasy, dripping wet food, and oh, there's nothing to... Yeah. It's, it's nice says. to eat in a car with other people oh, for this once. Seems like a, this seems like a dog, maybe. Let's see. Did well, you I got a dog here? as well, so one of these is veggie, one of these is not. Oh, that's going to be a fun adventure figuring out which <laughs> yes. one's which, but... We can usually tell, let's see. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Alright. See, now the challenge is I'm fine eating either one, but you. Mm. It's true. Uh, let me see that looks more looks like, like a, a hot dog, hot dog, doesn't it? Let's see what this one looks like. It's going to be the rest of the podcast. This, this is it. Is it in there? There's Thanks for watching. Full episode. Uh, they both smell even? great. Is it just uh, hidden in there? I oh, just wait, see it, it it's buried under French okay, fries. Okay, I, I think this one's yours. Okay, I think so too. Okay. Right. I, I hope I'm not hey, putting you okay. in harm's way. Don't worry. Beverage. All mm -hmm. right, so we are at 50% of Beverage and the drinks right now. Beverage, Dan in the back seat. Correct. Again, the new album, X's and Hexes. This, my friends, this is the sound of a band having a good time. This is the sound <laughs> of a band having fun. We have a ton of fun, oh, so yeah. we are um, self-proclaimed the um, most fun band in Chicago. Oh. You're also um, the self-described... <laughs> Friendliest, sexiest, and gayest band in Chicago. Ooh. I would challenge anyone to <laughs> um, find one that is gayer or yeah. sexier than us. So, yes. Decent <laughs> point. I, I'd be hard-pressed to really find one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. and, and you're missing... Could, we could expand that to the Midwest, probably. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're missing the two uh, gayest members of our band, That's Sam true. and uh, Mary Rose. They're in lesbian jail right now. That's and I'm a drag queen, which is saying something, <laughs> being gayer than me. They're in lesbian jail? You don't want to know. Yeah. Do. Uh, or do I? I no, um, I don't. I don't. Uh, one thing I love about your approach to music, Bev Rage and the mm -hmm. Drinks, Bev Rage, Dan Jarvis, your approach to video. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I, I've said this over and over. I've probably said this to you in the past, Dan. I'm surprised more bands haven't taken advantage of video, mm -hmm. especially in a period where no one could tour You know, during COVID. It seems like what a great opportunity to express yourself. And... Yeah, you, 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 this band has gone all in. Like, <laughs> it's a very visual band, as you might know. Absolutely. Yeah. Very yeah, so. visual band. Um, Permanent Receptionist is one of my favorite songs on this album. Uh, the moral of the story, it's hard to get a job these days. Oh, it's true. <laughs> it is. And sometimes you hate your job. <laughs> Most times. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Not there now, in case anyone's watching. I'm not there now. <laughs> Perfectly happy. Exactly. Um, Sam, who can, couldn't be here tonight, uh, it's that bass that kind of... Yeah seduces you into the song yeah 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 sam is uh sam is an incredible bass player she's been with us for about five years and um she is also a videographer so she does a lot mm. of our videos mm. or at least uh gives us direction on uh the videographers that do them mm -hmm. so our band yeah like you said it's an incredibly visual band so what we do is we write all these songs and we're like well it's almost a disservice to people to not make a video for them because we are incredibly visually um, uh, interesting band, I guess and maybe so would be a good word. Yeah. And so attractive. Sexy so and sexy gay, like and gay. Said, yeah. um, but this album, for instance, we're doing six videos for the 11 or for uh, the album, which only has 11 songs on it. So we're really trying to capitalize on. Um, just making as much visual content as we possibly can and i'm i'm uh from like the 
time of music videos of mm-hmm. like the 90s. So I love a music video. Mm-hmm. Um, I love. I keep thinking waiting for the through. Renaissance. I keep waiting mm-hmm. for it. It needs to happen. Yeah. We're hoping to. We're hoping to help that. But um, yeah, I mean, I love a music video. I love a narrative. I love a story, and everything that we write is kind of a, a story in in of itself. So uh, we try to then portray that, whether it's uh, through something silly or through something. You'll see maybe a one or two serious ones coming out sometime soon. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun. We work with. I don't only... know if I'm ready for a serious one. <laughs> well, like that one where I where I dry hump a fax machine is that was that a serious that, one? <laughs> I mean, lyrically, yes. <laughs> um, Sorry, mom. Uh, yeah, I know it's uh it's uh pretty funny. Um, but we uh yeah we just try to we try to make as much like content as possible because we are such a visual band. So well, and also that's yeah. that's the way music listeners are. I mean, that's just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be where the fans are. Yeah. Exactly. They're they're not just consuming content in one way. They're we're all on our phones looking for something to exactly. capture our attention, like Dan eating a bag of funyuns in a video. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I do love a funyun. That's my number one tour treat on the road. Is it a, a tour a treat? Oh sure, yeah. I'm sure band members love it when you enjoy that tour <laughs> yeah, treat. Yeah, it's a great breath afterwards. <laughs> we are a very uh we're a very fun band to tour with too, because we all have very similar personalities. So we get do you really? very well. Yeah. You, you know how rare that is. It's very rare, yeah. We've all been in bands uh, yeah. with people who we might not get along with or kind of like clash a little bit. But this current lineup of Beverage and the Drinks is just like perfect. We all get along. We all love each other. We laugh constantly at practice and at uh, photo shoots and video shoots. Everything is really easy. Again, this is an album that sounds like a band that's having a hell of a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really an impressive thing to communicate that without communicating it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is a fun band. We have been together in this lineup for three and a half years, somewhere around there. Right? Yeah, I mean, with a pandemic, it's hard to keep track. But yeah, something like that. Yeah, time flows differently. Right. Mm-hmm. It's strange because it feels like so long but so short because mm-hmm. we've had such little time to actually play shows and be able to kind of show where we are as a band with this right. current lineup, even though we've been together a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to uh, be able to. Uh, play shows where people may have seen us four or five, six years ago, and they're like, oh my god, holy shit, you have gotten <laughs> way better. And we're like, well, we've been kind of like this for a while, but thanks for um, noticing Yeah. <laughs> at this point. Um, but yeah, we're at our we're at our uh, best right now. We're super proud of this album. Um, and yeah, we can't wait for people to actually hear the new music that we've been putting mm-hmm. out. I'm working my way to the hot dog because I'm so paranoid that I got your veggie dog. I don't think I did. <laughs> I, I haven't even I haven't even tried. I just want to eat Let's it because I don't want to. This looks like a. It no, looks like actually, a... this looks like I think I ordered a Polish. This looks like a Polish, right? Mm. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Let's see. And yours is like, it, it's hidden. In there. It's like hidden, totally hidden. Is there even a hot dog in there? It might not even. Is be. that their veggie dog? It's just maybe. Oh, I wonder if it's just like condiments. Yeah. Oh, I think it is. I think it's just like fries. Oh my god, oh my they god. just put like a, a really? dill pickle spear. They totally did. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Hey, I'll eat it. That's their veggie dog. That is hilarious. Well, good thing you asked for everything. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my right. gosh. You just would have had a bun otherwise. I was like, I haven't seen the. Uh... Could you hold these actually, Dan? Sure. Yeah, I kept looking for like something satanish or yeah. yeah. Nope. Nope, nothing. <laughs> hey. Just relish. <laughs> I'm into it. I'll eat it. Oh, my God. Love it. So the other video I, I just referenced uh, with Dan eating Funyuns, mm-hmm. a tour favorite, that's Perfect Guy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then Hollywood Beach, you just released that. We're recording this on Thursday night. That, that just came out this week, right? It came. Yeah, yeah it came out on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That video was done mostly, it's mostly on green screen, but a lot of it was filmed actually at Hollywood Beach, which is the gay beach in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. This is where Beverage and the Drinks provides a public service. They, you can learn things. I didn't realize Hollywood Beach was the gay beach. It mm-hmm. is, absolutely. It's been that way for a very long time, ever since I've lived in Chicago over the past 15 years. Um, I love Hollywood Beach. I go there often. Um, it's um, not just gay, but uh, queer friendly. You see everyone there. Um, you don't really get bothered there, which is nice. So you can like smoke or drink or do whatever you do and no one's going to really bother you. So that's nice. Um, and it's kind of been like a safe space for me. I live in Andersonville in Mm -hmm. Chicago, so I just walk over to Hollywood beach, hang out and it's a place by the lake that you can just kind of like feel okay as like a queer person. You'll see everyone, um, like in various clothed states. Sure. It's a beach. Um, it's a beach yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a really, it's a really fun place. If you haven't been there, everybody's welcome. Mm. I love that. And I mean, what could be more Chicago? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I love when bands tip their hat toward mm-hmm. their, their localness. Yeah. Um, it's Kathy Osterman Beach. That's what the Straits call it. That, um, <laughs> that is what I say in the song. The Straits yeah. call it uh, Osterman. <laughs> uh, situated in the northernmost tip of Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Come and join me down in Hollywood Be- or at Hollywood Beach. <laughs> I mean, th- that's a favorite. And the video's hilarious. There's a sea monster in it. Yep. Which uh, there almost would have to be. Mm-hmm. You would have done something wrong had there not been a sea monster. Exactly. So the Are sea monster. Are there real sea monsters at the beach, or is that just part of the? I mean, it, de- it depends on what you think a monster is. There's some lore. <laughs> there is some lore. Uh, the video was actually uh, directed and shot by the sea monster who was in that mm. video. Mm-hmm. His name's John Paul Ward. He's a friend of mine, and um, he shot the video all on green screen, and then he took his sea monster costume to the beach and filmed all of that on his own. Um, and if you're going to get away with wearing a sea monster costume at the beach, the gay beach is probably the safest place to do it. It's so funny. If you really look <laughs> at that video and see the looks of the people behind him, it's fantastic. Watch that again. <laughs> Just, like, focus on the people behind him because they're all like, what the hell is going on back there? <laughs> I want to talk about drink water. Uh, again, you can learn things from BevRage and the mm-hmm. drinks. Stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Try to try to beat those hangovers. Absolutely. There's, yeah. there's a real lesson there. Yep. Um is this song, am I being presumptuous by thinking this is a, a descendant of Bitch and Camaro by the Dead Milkman? <laughs> I've never thought of it that way, yeah, but it kind it does make sense. It's got the same vibe, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, absolutely. I love the Dead <clears throat> Milkman. A little cleaner. Um, but... mm-hmm. I've never considered them a, like a reference or an influence to me, but I could totally see that. Yeah, I'm sure. a Milkman fan myself. Yeah. Just that, yeah, the opening yep. seemed like at least a spiritual mm-hmm. kindred, kindred spirit. That opening, uh, that opening um, uh, spiel? Uh, sound that like spiel was actually used over some uh, recordings at Coles, the bar in Chicago. Mm. Yeah, um, that's real our, Coles crowd. Our producer who uh, I thought he meant Coles, the clothing store. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> I went for some Sephora concealer. Yeah, I got yeah. some. I had my Coles cash. I just took my recorder. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> No, uh, uh, Brian Fox, who is the producer of our album, who also recorded it, took a um, took a uh, recorder to Coles and just recorded some crowd noise. So that's where that came from. Perfect. Again, mm. local. Yeah, it's all local. It local. Everything we do is keeping yeah. it local. Yep. Uh, talk a little bit about misconnection. This is kind of buried. Yeah. At the end of the album, it'll probably sound even better as we head closer to Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, there are organ sounds in there. It just tell me what this song is or where this came from. 
So that song, um, it's one of my favorites on the album. It's really fun to play live, although we haven't yet. We're playing it at our release show. Um, Wait, your release show on the 13th at Shuba's? Correct. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that song is, I mean, it's it's a little different from what people may expect from us. It has mm-hmm. organ, it has theremin, it has um, lap steel guitar. Wait, who, who plays the theremin in the band? I did. I played organ, theremin, lap steel, and regular guitar in that track. Mm. I, it's but, funny. I, I just had Fishbone on the podcast a couple days ago, ooh, nice. and Angelo from Fishbone is a theremin player. Oh. And I, I'm watching him, you know, watching videos of him doing it. I'm like, I want to learn how to play theremin. <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting instrument. I just kind of um, kept doing things and looking at Brian and and uh, Bev in the control room till they, you know, gave me a thumbs up. Like, okay, great, we got it. All right. Because yeah, one hand, I mean, you know, one hand controls volume um, mm-hmm. up and down, and then the other hand controls pitch. So you just, you know, it's an instrument you don't touch. It's the only instrument you can play without touching it. Super cool. It's yeah. Space Age. It and is they play space mini theremins. We, I, I went down the rabbit hole this week with theremins. Yeah. We got the, the guy that invented it is, like, brilliant, too, and his wife, uh, Clara Rockmore. Not to get down the rabbit hole again, but she, you know, loved him so much in his invention that she became, like, the world's foremost player. She was one of the virtuosos huh. of it. Clara Rockmore but, sounds like someone who would have, like, been on a radio station at work absolutely. in the 80s. So, yeah. Clara Rockmore, <laughs> 40 minutes nonstop. 40 minutes of theremin. <laughs> 40 minutes of theremin rock. Yeah. Or my drag daughter. <laughs> I think that's the longest song on the album, too, isn't it? It is. It's a. Uh, it's almost five minutes it's like long. Four I believe, and a half minutes. Which is epic. a lot for us. Um, that al- that uh, song is really is a really good closer to the album. I think it's. Um, I like it. I like it at the end of the album because it's kind of an outlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's a manic sounding song on the record. Uh, maybe one that speaks to relationship issues. Mm-hmm. And they help me know where I'm going, long distance mistake. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, long distance mistake. So that song is interesting because it's all real. Um, I went through a period of my life where I would try to date long distance for whatever reason. Um, I can talk to my therapist about that at some point. <laughs> what but, could possibly uh, go wrong? <laughs> so that song is, uh, it's all true. Um, all, basically everything on the album lyrically is true. Everything I write is from like a true place or like a slightly exaggerated true place. Sure. Um, so I don't change names. I don't change uh, situations. So if any of those people that are named on that song hear it, then you're welcome. Um <laughs> Uh, but the song is, uh, it's pretty manic. Um, it's an interesting one. That's one of the songs live that I play without playing a guitar on it. So it's really fun to mm-hmm. kind of just like be off the guitar, be on a mic, um, do all the bad things that I do during the show. So when you talk about these are you, these are your stories, mm-hmm. when you have the word X's in the, in the title of the album, and this really is your yeah. X's. It's true. It's, um, it's an interesting... So the album came about in an interesting way because it is all pretty much a product of the pandemic. So I had to reflect on all of the things that were going on at the time. So, like, Mm -hmm. of course, the weight of the pandemic was hitting us. We were a band that was trying to do a lot right when the pandemic hit and so much of our lives got canceled. Sure. um, Which is the story of everyone, right? Um, But the X's and hexes part of it came about with... A lot of my songs lyrically are about like relationship issues or like queer identity or trying to figure out how to um, kind of like navigate the world, like being like a drag queen and a musician in like a like pretty much like stereotypical gay world. 
Um, so the X's part of that is, of course, writing all these songs about past relationships and uh, people that have um, gone through my life in one way or another. Um, but the hexes part of it is all about trying to overcome all of these, um, all of these kind of like barriers that have been put upon me through the years that may be self-inflicted or inflicted by surrounding issues, but it's pretty much trying to break through those hexes that have contributed to the exes in my life, whether that not that's romantic or friendships or mm-hmm. professionally, things like that. Who needs a therapist when you have music? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. 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 Music's there to work it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have a copay. Hey. <laughs> it doesn't have a copay. Exactly. Um, Attitude, I love. A little bit of swagger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun one. It's a uh, it's an aggressive one. Um, mm-hmm. We dedicate that song to the Supreme Court every time we play it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, that's what I was going to ask you too. I, I talked about this being a fun record. You're a fun band, mm-hmm. but you also talk about queer identity. Do you feel a burden to to talk about? Oh, yeah, queer rights are under fire. They're under attack. It's a scary yeah. time. Do you feel? the weight of that in your music do you feel like you need to express that or do you do you keep that separate from your songwriting um personally i absolutely feel the need to uh address it because it's a huge part of all of our um lives in the band so it's really important for us to actually have a message and be able to um relay that to whoever our listeners are so um like I said earlier, I am a child of the 90s, so there wasn't that much queer music to listen to. Of course, there was like uh, the Riot Girl scene or like Pansy Division. Or that's that's like the one that. everyone always says, Pansy Division. Yeah, yep. and um, there was, of course, that music, but it was so buried. It was so mm-hmm. like not at the forefront of things that were really available to people. So I'm not trying to be like, I am the end all be all of like queer musicians, especially in Chicago, because we have such an amazing scene with a lot of younger people doing really great things. But I do think that I do have a responsibility to talk about the things that are important to me and that affect my life really pretty much daily. I mean, especially right now with identity and like uh, the Supreme Court, being so volatile and not being able to really know what's coming up um so yeah and uh three-fourths of our band are queer and uh we all have similar struggles um sam and mary rose have different struggles than i do of course but it's all kind of lumped together um with a lot of our um like what we think about for our futures Mm -hmm. um so yeah, I do feel responsible for it, but I also like to put a like humorous spin on it because that makes it relatable and it makes it something that's easily digestible to people. It's interesting. I keep coming back to this idea that, especially over the past six years, I'm surprised more bands aren't more outspoken about social issues. Mm-hmm. I mean, and certainly you can find examples that are, but I just expected like a, a wave of that kind of music and that yeah. kind of message coming out. I, I don't know that I felt it yet. Yeah, I did too. After 2016, I, I expected that too. I, I think we all did. We yeah. expected it mm-hmm. to be 1977, to Birth of right Punk away. Rock. Yeah. yeah. I think we all got kind of jaded, honestly. Yeah, like, as soon as, did. like, Trump got elected and 2016 hit, then the pandemic hit, it almost felt like a wave of difficulties coming over you, but yeah. I've always tried to write things that were relevant to the current day. I don't really, like, I'm not too nostalgic in that sense, so I try to write really up-to-date things. Um, 
And especially right now, I feel very like galvanized to actually like write more politically motivated things. But I'm a seven foot tall drag queen, so it's always going to be funny. Um, so my humor is never going to go anywhere, but I think that humor is a good way to get your point across a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, and you feel a lot of that in this new album too, I believe. Because you are a seven foot drag, seven foot tall <laughs> drag queen on stage. Does that mean that anyone in the band can wear whatever the fuck they want on stage because no one will even notice? Do all I, I mean, can we? <laughs> absolutely not. They have to go through me and they have to fill out a code. form yeah. and um, submit. Um, because all eyes are on yeah. Bev Rage. I mean, <laughs> right, you, know, right. you can't take your eyes off Bev Rage. On <laughs> no, stage. I'm kidding. They can wear whatever the hell they want. Um, usually they theme themselves around each other and then I wear whatever the hell I want. I'm usually the outlier on yeah. stage. But. Um, well, none of us have the wig collection you have, so, you know. It's, it's true. It's hard, I, it's hard yeah. to beat. I do have good hair, though. You, oh, you, have, you have outstanding hair, Dan. Gorgeous hair. Dan has better thank hair you, James, than me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, again, Bev Rage, Dan Jarvis. Uh, shout out to Mary Rose. Hey, Mary Rose. One, one of the most versatile drummers in the Incredible. city of Chicago. Absolutely. Incredible. I, I'm surprised you are able to, to have her in your band. She seems so busy. We thought mm-hmm. she'd be too good for us, honestly, when we asked her to join up. Yeah. We asked her to join, like, three years ago, and as soon as our old drummer left the band, we were like, oh, man, who are we going to get? And immediately, we were all like, oh, well, Mary Rose is too busy. But we were already friends with her, so it was like, oh, maybe I'll just ask her. But before I even asked her, she messaged me, and she was like, how dare you not ask me to be in your band? Of course I'm (laughs) going to be the one. Amazing. So I took down the ad immediately. (laughs) And she's super fun to watch, too. Absolutely. So good, yeah. And Sam, of course, the other member. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sam. We, we referenced the, the bass and the, the video yep. prowess. Sam's incredible, and Sam actually has some really amazing background vocals, too. Yeah. So all of the harmonies, not all of the harmonies, some of them are Dan yeah. as well, but a lot of the harmonies on the new record are all Sam mm-hmm. in the background. And um, I do want to shout out Dan, too. Like, Dan's okay. lead guitar playing, holy shit, it oh. is like out of this world plus the theremin plus the lap guitar all of the things that he did on this album are just like incredible musician's musician yeah i try to be Uh uh-huh thank you job well done all right so again i i mentioned this is the sound of a band having fun this also the sound of a band making good music you you really did You, you hit your stride on this one thank you x's and hexes the album is out on saturday the 13th see this band at shuba's i mean a small intimate venue for the record release show that's that's gonna be a blast it's going to be amazing. We're playing with, um, so Shuba's uh, August 13th. We're playing with No Men, who is another amazing Chicago band and friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And we're playing with a new band uh, called XYZ XYZ. I think that's how you pronounce their name. It might be Zhuzhu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they are uh, former members of Pylons, which is one of my favorite Chicago bands and Kodachrome. Um, so uh, it'll be a really great show. We will have our album for sale. We have a ton of new t-shirts and merch with that exact same image on it. It's going to be really fun. It's a stunning image. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can get that record. If you don't come to the show, you can get it through us um, or through our label, What's for Breakfast Records. Yeah, What's for Breakfast. That's the name of the label? Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. (laughs) Great punk label. Great Chicago punk label. They're great. They're also a local band or a local label. If you like food and you like punk rock, What's for Breakfast. Exactly. All right. Beverage. Dan, thank you for doing this. Thank you for watching and listening. Support this band. Go see them. Listen to the music. Watch the videos. They're super fun. Beverage and the drinks. Let a friend know about this podcast, please. Carconcarne.com.